Yep. Now, you recently had a string of guest spots at Scotty's. I think it was like three in a row. Talk yes. about that experience. What was it like uh, for you up there? They loved you each night. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, what's it called? For the first one I did, it was just it was a five-minute guest spot. Uh, I went through some of my cleaner material. And then this past week, I did so. I, I excuse me, I, I, I went a little further. I was like, I'll test the waters with these. And it went over well. Yeah. Uh, but I, one thing that I did learn is I find that, you know, having to be clean, I can do it. And it was nice to be like, oh, wow, I can do a clean set. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For five minutes. You did eight minutes uh, the other two nights. And I yes. just, I was, Gene was really impressed and I enjoyed it, you know. So. Well, thank you. Thank I, you I, I, I tried my darndest. Yeah. And you were great doing the announcements uh, when Gene was out. That was, thank that, you very that much. was fun. That was the first time I ever did announcements. And so, the people seemed to like it. They absolutely did. And, uh, well, enough said. PJ, how can people find you out there on social media, on the internet, YouTube, whatever you've got cooking? Uh, Instagram and TikTok are both at the PJ Morin. Actually, it's just the way my name is on the screen, the PJ Morin. Gotcha. Uh, I believe my Twitter's the same on YouTube. It's just PJ Morin, and the profile picture is a picture of me doing this. <laughs> I've seen it. Just just to help you for reference, if you're looking for the channel, I have like a few uh, sketch comedy videos up there. Like, um, uh, it, it's like the Eric Andre show if there was no production value to it. <laughs> kind of like, I guess, if I had to compare mm -hmm. it to something. Uh, what else I got? Yeah, that's about it. I have a show coming up uh, this Friday, the 27th. It's called Serially Funny. Uh, my buddy Vin, he's producing it. Uh, Vin Baker. He, yeah, Vin Baker. Um, he's producing it. I think his Instagram is uh, Vin Baker Comedy. Uh, he's producing it. It's um, uh, all the proceeds are going towards uh, donating food uh, to the homeless, specifically uh -huh. cereal. Uh, they've already raised over like three thousand boxes of cereal, yeah, that's right. and that figure is as of like three weeks ago. So I assume they've gotten more. Yeah, but yeah. it's a it's it's a it's a noble charitable fun show to do. Uh, I'm hosting Chip Ambrosio's headlining. You yeah. know Chip. You uh, are. We've had him on. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a fun time. So mm -hmm. if you want to come, come on down to the show. That's what I got coming up. Okay, now, PJ Morin, everyone at home is poised to press play at the same time we do here in the studio. So everyone at home is going to kick it off with your countdown, PJ Morin. So why don't you go ahead, PJ Morin, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian, for that celebrity comedian countdown. I... Don't listen to them until the broadcast, and I look forward to it. Can you not hear me, Carl? I can't hear the music. Oh, I, I have it at 23. Yeah, well, it is 2023. That is appropriate. No, I know the volume here at the studio. Oh, oh. oh. All right, here we go. This is original from an original theme, scenario, theme. Is it, are these screenwriting words? Yeah, it's a short story. It's a short story, and they called it a theme <laughs> Back in the day, you might remember um, in Christmas Story, this the the teacher was like, "I want you all to write a theme," and they groan. It means okay. short story. What does scenario by mean? Well, there was a short story called "The Excursion to Tilsit." I don't know. I don't know. The excursion to Tilsit, and that is the premise behind 
you know, nice copyright. Yeah. No way anymore. No, ah, yeah, screw you, Fox. Screw you, copyright. Yeah, <laughs> Fox right, Film Corporation. Yeah. Oh, I'm crying at the studio, Fox Film Corporation, because now it's a, <laughs> I lost my movie. Everyone's seeing it's the man. Do people have names? The manicure girl. Now look, yeah. it's important to hear the music. This was an important film for music. You see, this was the first film to have m movie tone. It's called sound on film. So this isn't the plunkety plunkety piano music. It's intentional score to go exactly along with the movie, including sound effects. Oh, this is a song of the man of his wife is no place in every place. You might hear it everywhere. I'm done, Carl. I'm out of here. No, no, no. This is worth it. This piece is good. You, sir, has offended me. Okay, comma. What's the rest of this? For wherever the sun rises and sets in the city's turmoil or under the open sea of the farm, life is very much the same. Sometimes bitter, sometimes, sometimes sweet. Look, look, uh, hang with it. It will, it will, it will be good. No, I mean, I mean, are we done with this? Chance. Give it a chance. Don't be done with this film. Oh, look now, at this. Look, yeah. Now that watch is cool. Turn into real life. Check it out. <gasps> wow, that six-year-old drawing turned into yeah. real life. No, this film is a big deal and very famous, and it has many innovations. Believe it or not, that was one of the first times that something like that was ever done. Now you hear the chit 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 of the train. Yeah, I do. I'm scared. The piano. I'm lowering the volume in the studio just so I can hear you, Carl. But I'm I'm happy to to raise it fully in the studio apartment. Uh oh, those trains are going to hit each other. Now, what they did there was they would film, but Sexy cover ladies. one side of the film over, and then they would put the film back in, rewind it all the way, and cover the other side. So they would have two images literally on the film. It wasn't like done in post. Done in editing. And there was a Siamese twin. Not, not Siamese. Identical evil twin. Excuse me. With a goatee on the other side. Saying, no, I'm you. Remember those movies? No. What? Where, they, where someone would meet their identical evil twin brother. And oh. they would do it by having like a line in the middle of the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yes, I do know what you're talking about. Yes. Now, here we have a nice village. Right. Um, There's Papa okay. Smurf. Now, in real life, this was out in California, um, and they spent a lot of money. It was Lake Arrowhead, California, and they spent a lot of money to make the set, to make a little fake village. That's cool. The, beforehand, they really wouldn't do that. Okay, here we go. Among the vacationists was a woman, woman of the from city. the city. She's a big deal now. Several weeks have passed since of now. Now they speed up the placard. Well, what it's saying is she's been there a little too long. Something must be keeping her here because her vacation should have been over about a week ago. Oh, she fell in love. She's preggies. She fell in sex. She fell in sex. Yes, and she's going to try to lure her sex captor to the city. Good idea. Bring Not with to be you. a farm boy anymore. He's bringing back the towels and the sex boy from the hotel. <laughs> Damn. Her name in real life is Margaret Livingston. And um, 
Living Stone, Margaret Living Stone. Ah, that's an that's an oxymoron. Okay, no, no, I'm sorry. It's Margaret Livingston, sometimes credited as Marguerite Livingstone. Interesting. I don't know. I like how that table is slanted so the old lady can drink her soup in peace. <laughs> they don't like her. She's like a pushy, bossy lady. Shiner shoes? Yeah. What? Ridiculous. She made over 50 silent films, and uh, I don't know. She was one of the few people who made a successful transition to sound, and she was with um, a film called Smart Money was a big deal. Edward Ro G. Robinson, James Cagney. She used uh, to dub women's voices, uh, starlets' voices. She had a good career. Let me ask you a question about this film. I had seen it years ago. There's The music is synced up with the movie, but there's no talking in this film. Right. There is no talking because they couldn't really pull that off. However, a month later, the jazz singer would pull it off. Which is also in the public domain, 1927 movie. Yeah, I just wish it was on YouTube. That would be great. Yeah. Although, I don't know. My Jewish side hates that movie. Okay. Your Jewish side. Tell me. Yeah. I don't know anything except blackface. Well, so he is a uh, son of a rabbi. You've seen The Simpsons. It's the same storyline. You know how Krusty the Clown has a rabbi father? And I, he wanted... I know you know every Simpsons episode. I'm right. way behind you. Okay, so Jackie Mason played his father, who's uh, Herschel Krasowski, rabbi. Okay. And he wants his son to, to be a rabbi. And he doesn't. He wants to entertain. He wants to be a clown. That's the theme of the that's Oh, the yes. I, actually, I guess I did know that. So the jazz singer is that he's a cantor. He's the son of a rabbi, and he should be singing. He has a beautiful voice, but right. he should be singing, you know, going to services and singing at the synagogue. He would rather take a go at entertainment, which at the time was putting on blackface. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I saw the jazz singer with Neil Diamond from 1979. I think it, they cleaned it up a bit, as it were. He's very Jewish, the jazz singer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, Jewish. Okay, now... The woman gets all, the woman from the city gets all dressed up and starts taking an innocent stroll until she comes to outside one of these nice cottages and she starts whistling and that whistle is a signal to the sex guy sex guy inside he's hearing it he hears oh, the whistle he hears the whistle now wife has prepared nice dinner it's time to sit down with nice family Baby oh he has wife, wife. oh he yeah. has wife and now mistress well, yes, he now has a miss. Oh, now look, he sees the shadow, and she, yeah. and he goes over there, and she goes okay. Yeah. Starts, look at her butt shake as she's whoop whoop whoop. I am looking, Carl. Thanks for pointing that out. I am <laughs> going to get some. She is really well dressed, uh, for yeah. the style of you know the twenties and and for, for four people, people four people in that farm, and one of them had a shiner shoes. It was part of her, like, staying there. Like, they feed her. They – it wasn't out of the ordinary back then, like, to do little chores for your guests, you know? Okay. That's a very uh, weird chore. <laughs> Why? You shine my sh – You oh. can leave your shoes outside the door. That's what they do at the Marriott. Now, look. She comes out. She whiz. Lost my husband. She whiz. She whiz. I made him soup. Got he's, bread here? He's banging that city girl. 
<laughs> oh, well, we'd never say banging in 1927. They uh, are knowing each other. They are Dagwood and blonding each other. What do you think of her hair? Much better hair day than, than mine. <laughs> no, the big, that, this woman, her name's Janet Gaynor, and she was famous, and she was wearing a wig to try to make her look less sexy because she has this great black flowing hair. And it was a kind of, I wouldn't say controversy, uh, but people didn't like it. They wanted to see Jane. Yeah, they Janet. wanted to see the sex. I paid good money to watch uh, State of the Art, so where's the pretty woman? Okay, now here is a memory of when things were good. Now look, the baby, you'll find out, is pretty much looks the same age. So to me, I thought to myself, yeah, they look like they Tuesday. were happy like yesterday. Yeah, last Wednesday. Come on, oxen! They used to be like children, carefree, always happy and laughing. Yeah, you just told me that, old lady. <laughs> now he ruins himself with that woman from the city. Monday Leonard stripped the farm. Uh -oh. Yeah, things are going downhill over in uh, Nice Village Land. Nice Village Land? You got these city women coming up, taking her husbands. Look, uh -huh. he's selling the oxen for dirt cheap. Yeah, okay. I'll give you a nickel. Listen, Ollie, I'll give it to you free. Really? Yes, Ollie, Ollie. Oxen free. <laughs> you just said that. You just said that. Oh, no. And the wife sits alone. Yeah. Yeah, she keeps repeating herself. Yeah. Now, this director, his name was F.W. Murnau. Yes. He was in Germany. He was an expressionist. He hated the title cards. So I guess they must have shot this in sequence. I'm not really sure. But by the end of the film, there's like no title cards anymore. Maybe he edited it that way. He's like, fuck this shit. What's to hate, though? Here's Baby again. And this baby in real life was a guy named Jerry Craycroft, who we know hardly anything about. He's eight months year, eight months old here. Wow. He, they found his Social Security death index. He died. He was born in 26, which makes sense. Right. Makes sense. And he died in February 27 of 2000. So that baby. Wow. Came and went. For a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now we're going out to the sexiest location for a sex tryst. The middle of the swamp. Doing it fog style. Foggy style. Foggy now style. <laughs> now this passed the National Board of Review, which means we're not going to get sex. We're going to get kisses and hugs. I never understood the whole pre-code Hayes office but at a certain point, movies became less sexy. Yeah, you see, the 20s was an era, era of, you know how it was like liberal, conservative, liberal, it always flips. Yeah. In the 20s, they were very loose about sex. Drugs was everywhere. You know, pot, cocaine, heroin. And, um, you know, you would have multiple sexual partners, these flapper girls. That all changed as we headed into the 40s and 50s and turned back into conservatives. This was a time of ruffian sexians. I have a question for you, Carl. I know that in 1927, the, the uh, first Academy Award went to a movie called Wings. Exactly, yeah. Which was a world class show. Yeah, which is in the public domain now. It's a World War I movie. Does World War I play a factor in this film? No, it does not. Now, our hero was in World War One and World War Two. He was a big deal in the military. He was even recommended for Admiral, like some obnoxious wow. amount of times. Yeah. 
Okay, now, look, here we have the cheating. Yes. So we see wife and fidelity with baby, and then we see infidelity with mistress. Tell me, are you all mine? And he's like, well, well I'm fucking yeah. married. Do you mean like literally a mine or like the word? Well, oh, never mind. I'm overthinking. I wonder, you know how we see these kisses in the 20s films? I wonder yeah. off screen in real life, are they really doing that stupid kissing too? You know what I mean? Like, like they violently jerk forward and push against each other. She's, she's kissed his Adam's apple like twice. <laughs> Weird. And my wife. He goes, listen to what she says now. This is the woman from the city, and this is very film noir. Oh, you got to kill your wife and to collect the money? Couldn't she, she get drowned? Drowned. Now, he doesn't like that. He does not like... Oh, look, look. Ooh, look at that. I'm serious now. This film did a lot of cinematic innovation. Yeah. And was considered one of the look, best... Look, we get to visualize it. This is pretty cool. Me? <laughs> Overturn the boat. That's all. Is it going to look like an accident? And come over and have sex with him in the city. Look, he's choking no. her. Now... Wow, she's like bananas, safe word. <laughs> right. I just read this great tweet. Um, oh, yeah? My safe, yeah. My safe word is meatloaf, because I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. Good it's one. a really great tweet. I wish I had thought that up. Albert Einstein wrote it. Leave this all behind. Come to the city. How about we just come in this marsh? Come, come to, the to the city. <laughs> Oh, look, there's the city right behind. This is cool. Now, listen, I'm serious. People watching this film in the theaters were blown away by the beautiful expressionist. Now, all this they made, it cost 200 grand, which wow. was a lot back then. Yeah. In 1927 money, that was like $200,000. And they spent all that money on making these fake sets. Oh. We're doing it again. You see the yeah. superimposition? You can see the guy's hand on the right side, kind of. Covering. Well, it's, it's cool. They would take a, they would they would go to the camera, block out half of the film, shoot, rewind it, block out the second half of the film, and shoot over the same footage again, and the result would be both images on screen. It this is now watch this work out. This is how much fun you'll have. Look. Yeah, we got big this bands like playing. This looks like idiocy. Stop shaking. There you go. Put your <laughs> hand right there. Wow. Be still, your moneymaker. Be still, <laughs> thy moneymaker. Funny thing, there's no, um, there's like no 28-day cycle of the moon. It's always full in this movie. Always. The director I know from Nostradamu, right? The, yeah, the... I was going to, Nosferatu, which we Nos... saw in this film. Uh, we saw in this podcast. One, Didn't when you I, see that one? I don't even recall, Carl. Yeah, Nosferatu. Yeah. That was a All great right. episode. All right. It was very creepy, that film. They really cast the right Dracula dude because he – Yeah, looked he looked totally. Like he didn't look emaciated or something, but okay, – Oh, that, so, that Dracula dude shows up in Rob Zombie's The Monsters. They have a character dressed just like him. Uh-huh. Well, that makes sense. Homage. Yeah. Now, green grow, the rushes grow. Uh, 
which yes. you can never even say. It can't even come out of your mouth. Your we grow the rushes grow yes. by no. REM. Not by REM. Anyway, those rushes, she's saying, will act like a life preserver. So he packs them up into a sort of bundle, right? And then when he capsizes the boat, he'll use that to float, and he can, you know, be safe. He can. So they will get used, but not for the evil purpose we're thinking of. Okay, cool. Because this man loves his wife, right? He's not really going to go with it through this. Yes, he loves his wife. He's just bored with his wife, and somebody, you know, like. A woman comes along with sex, sex, sex. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember sex. I remember that. Right, sure. So he wants to go for the sex. But he has baby and child. Now, when she says kill your wife, he's like, no, no, no. And then she's like, but don't forget my vagina. And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. I guess I'll have to do it. Let me hug it again. Uh, yeah, let me kiss. Violently throw my face at your bag. Yeah. We saw that, right? Okay. <laughs> yes, we did. Okay, does this does this guy have this animal have a speaking part, Carl? No, this animal was hoarse that day, so he didn't get to have this. It wasn't because it was a, a, a it wasn't a talking. Yeah, he was a, a big horse. He's hidden the rushes. Now look, you see, they have a two kid. separate beds. Right. Why? Yeah, they're poor. Can't they just get one, sell one? Now, look, in the 50s, when you saw Fred and Ethel, no, when you saw I Love Lucy, they had yeah. their two separate beds. But that was because TV came around at the time of this conservative. You never saw Fred and Ricky in the same bed. They always slept in separate beds. <laughs> in <the same laughs> Ethel and, and uh, Lucy. Yeah. Well, you know, they were not allowed to say the word pregnancy. Yeah. She was pregnant with little Ricky. It was the biggest episode in television history at the yes, time. Yes, yes. You know, and uh, cover a TV guide, but they weren't allowed to say the word pregnancy. What I'm saying is this is a much more liberal time of open sex, drugs, and jazz. It wasn't rock and roll. It was jazz, and jazz was a corrupting factor. So why would they be in two separate beds in this? I mean, the national film. I mean, she's sexing the lady in the swamp. She He can't. Kisses, why? I don't know. Right, that's true. Like, if he misses the passion, he could... So he's sitting there, and he's thinking, am I really going to do this? And he's going over the scenario. We'll be in the boat. I will choke her and make her drown. Am I, I really going to do this? I always mix this movie up with another movie called Sunrise from... Uh, uh, I think Dev Patel's in it. It's Danny Boyle. The director, Danny Boyle, right? Uh, Train yeah. Spotting. He made a science fiction movie about astronauts flying to the sun, and it's a three-hour movie. Oh wait, I think I think uh, that's a song of two melters meltings. Now wait, yes, so it's the saga two. It's a ship of two melt. Okay, right, but this movie has a full title, and the other movie is just sunrise. Now look, oh creepy. He knows he went out with her wig and everything. She knows he went out and uh, you know had a little swamp swamp sex. Yeah, but. She Swamp still thing. loves him. Swamp thing. <laughs> She's got that swamp thing in his hand. So this director was, this is his first American, his film debut. Now, even though this film was highly, highly praised, it didn't do well at the box office. So for this next couple films, they sort of reined him in creatively. 
Like, uh, something that's going to sell. But he did Nosferatu in 1922. Uh, he did The Last Laugh in 24, which I don't know. I heard that's a good movie, Carl. Right. That's why they're highlighting it. He's heavily influenced by uh, Schopenhauer, Nietzsche, Shakespeare, and Isvin plays. Whatever. Very good doctor, uh, a friend of director Max Reinhardt. Now, he, does, he died from injuries he sustained during an automobile accident, and the same thing is true for Janet Gaynor. She had a car accident, and it led to her death, too. That's too bad. Yeah. But not our hero. He was tickled to death. I got to give a thumbs up to Avid's uh, network for a great print. I saw this movie years ago, and I could barely see it. Yeah, there was a fire. There was, uh, was a famous fire in 1937 called the Fox Vault Fire. It was in uh -huh. Little Ferry, New Jersey. Really? They would get all – well, you know, before California, Jersey was the place to make it. was the place, yeah. It was a sort of leftover from that time, which was only about 10 years earlier. But the thing is the film – like the film would decay and gas – you know, gas would come out of the decaying films, and there were high temperatures and inadequate ventilation, and there was spontaneous combustion. That's this nuts. film went up in flames with uh, so many treasures. 20th Century Sun Fox, yeah. Sunburnt. Well, I guess like Men Menlo Park was a big uh, yes, film well, shot, shot. That was when films were just born. Yeah. Well, because it's Edison, Edison, you know. Um, I saw an Abbott and Costello meets the Keystone Cops. They get tricked into buying a studio in New Jersey, uh, which <laughs> is really? worthless. Yeah. That's funny. And they wind up going to New York. Uh, this is during the, the early you know early part of the century, so it's a period piece. They go to Hollywood, and they meet uh, Mac Bennett and the Keystone Cops. And I, I think that was a jump the shark kind of one. Now look it, at was like, it was the third to last movie they did, so at that point. Now he's like, would you please come on a sort of date with me? We'll go out on the boat. And she's all happy, like, maybe I'm getting my husband back. Oh, right. You know, it's for would terrible you like reasons. Join me on the sex boat. <laughs> Love boats. There he is, his first acting career, little J Jerry Craycroft. Uh, it's going to sue. We're going for a trip across the water. I may not be back. There for was an a, article a in uh, a paper called the Decanter Review, dated December 26, 1926, that reported eight month old Jerry Craycroft is making a name for himself in the movies. He will be seen in Fox Picture Sunrise with Janet Gaynor and George O'Brien. George O'Brien is the military hero. Right. He is – I don't know that he was officially a hero, but he was a big deal in the military. That's for sure. Wow. Uh, okay. So in 1917, O'Brien enlisted in the U.S. Navy to fight World War I, serving as a submarine chaser. He volunteered to act as a stretcher bearer for wounded Marines. He was decorated for bravery. Yeah, he's a brave guy. Um, after the war, he became a light heavyweight boxing champion of the Pacific Fleet because he was still in the Army. Okay, then he was in movies. He went – in 1920, he went to Hollywood, but he wanted to be a cameraman. And he, he got jobs doing camera work for, I don't know, Tom Mix and Buck Jones. We're supposed to know those names. I know Tom and, Mix. Oh, you do you? 
Yeah, it's a fictitious Western hero at a serial. Oh. Bruce Bruce Willis played him as a real life character in the Blake Edwards movie Sunset. With, oh, uh, Dave interesting. Garner. I don't yeah. want to get in the mix with him. <laughs> Wasn't there like a a no? I'm thinking of Tom Swifty. During this time, there was a word pun where. Tom Swifty would say something, and then he would say it in a certain way, like an adjective that would be a play on it. So uh -huh. he will say, "I have regrets." Tom Swifty said, "Regrettably, you know that type of thing." <laughs> I get you. Uh, yeah. Give me that knife," said sharply. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Now, getting on the boat, but for some reason, the dog, who's a German Shepherd, thank you, director. The dog <laughs> knows something's up. I don't know how the dog would know. And she's like, he's like saying to the wife, you're not safe. Don't go ruff, out ruff. there on the boat. What, what's that German lassie? Ruff, ruff. <laughs> German Timmy found, fell down a well. Ruff. Okay, his name is Timmy. I'm sorry, but he is German. So World War II came around and, you know, O'Brien, George O'Brien, you know, he was a big famous star, but he was like, fuck that. My country fuck needs that. He, country he needs went you. In, Yeah. He was decorated several times in the Pacific. He left with the rank of commander. Now, years later, he joined the U.S. Navy Reserve, retired with the rank of captain in 1962. Four times been recommended for the rank of admiral. Pretty admirable. He <laughs> said <nice>. admirably. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Swift. You said Tom that Swifty very swiftly. Oh, I'm talking about myself, Tom Swift. He said swiftly. One thing interesting, um, his last leading role was 1951 movie called Gold Raiders. It was with oh. the Three Stooges. God bless. He did action sequences, and the Three Stooges, of course, did. Okay, so the dog hops in, like, please don't get killed on a boat. He was Who's leased to the tree. He had a doghouse he was leased to, and he's like, ruh row. He moved the <laughs> lease, got into the water. But the man, George O'Brien, will have none of it. I'm killing this woman, and I can't have a dog getting in my way. Is he going to kill the dog? Wait, no. hang on. Let me, don't answer it. I'm going online. <laughs> Does, Does the, the dog, dog die? die? I wonder if it would have this. Dear Lord, like, who's that sensitive? <laughs> I take that back. There's a lot of movies from the 20s where they just beat the shit out of animals. We, I, I love Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. The action sequence is him fighting a man, which means a man is punching a dog through your viewing. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Now look, look at her. She something's wrong, and she's starting to feel it. Yeah. Why is he going and getting the dog and bringing it back? He's about to get out of the boat, but then she says, "No, he loves me. He just wants to have a boat ride." Look at that hat. I loved her in Mars Attack. <laughs> Very good. She's the brains of the family. <laughs> she shows them off. Gorgeous yeah, eyes, right? Like beautiful, beautiful shot. She's, well, that's what the director was trying to do. The director was trying to take away her sexiness and and give us her niceness. Like, yeah, you love her for her, not for her booty. Because we're supposed to love the woman from the city for her booty. Now you hear the bell. This is an yeah. sound effect from the movie well, tone. Normally, if a movie, silent movie is in the public domain, I don't like playing the music because it's usually a modern version. It's not technically part of it. But this is the original music. 
This is the original music, and it's not that plunkety plunkety piano. Not that plunkety piano. <laughs> Where you got the bells going. It, he is pretty innovative. I mean, the only time I like that plunkety piano is when I know the song. Like, remember the little rascals? You'd get used to the yeah. Then I would want to hear the. Now, the worst is when they overcry. Right. Like we saw that in the Buster Keaton movie where they were simulating scenes from silent movies. Right. Where musical cues. So if he's tired, it goes, go to sleep. Right. You know, he wakes up to Reveille. Uh, he gets an erection and, you know, some other music played. Da -da 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 Charge, you know, whatever. Like, yes. Everything is synced to a musical cue. There's no bananas in the house. Da, 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 oh yes there is a banana <laughs> everyone's watching the film they can't see i just yanked out a banana that's right uh and i don't mean out of my pants i meant a snack for uh the show do you know who the first you know why eve was the first carpenter carl eve yeah no no what? she made adam's banana stand <laughs> I learned that at church. Look, look, he's 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 rowing all depressed and overacting that he has guilt about what lunch. he's about to do. <clears throat> he's he prepping looks... himself up for the murder, and she knows it. She knows it. Yeah, he knows it. She's nowhere to go. Carl, is this what you look like as a teenager, surly, bent over like that? <laughs> no, I was a little round boy. Oh, <laughs> I did not look like this. This was me, like, they would say, Mike, you okay? You look like you want to murder somebody. Yeah, yeah. I remember that from uh, the drug juice on uh, Fish Burgers. You had a look in your eye like you wanted to kill me. And you did. We I saw was it on the drugs. shadow, uh, the choking. Carl, to be fair, I drank the I had the drug juice. Uh, and yeah, I drank I, the drug juice. I knew Carl had the drug juice. I knew I Carl had the drug juice. Yeah. Now, look this at this. I don't know, like... Today, we think this was horrible. If you saw a film like this today, you'd be like, there's some horrible acting. But back then, it was still like a stage play, but on screen. Now, she's like, please don't fucking kill me. I'm wearing a wig here. Yeah. The wig will get all watery, waterlogged. Looks like He's, someone cut his tie. Well, you have to do that when you work in the farm because yeah, your tie will get can't do it. stuck yeah. in the thresher. Yeah, when you're on the fa farm, you got to have a short tie or it'll get... Stuck into corn, corn. I saw another movie where a guy has sniffed his tie, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then I'm like, "He's working in an industrial something. It makes sense. Like he didn't want it in food or whatever." Yeah. Well, how about not wearing a tie? But okay. Now look yeah. at that boat's kicking ass. He's like, "I'm not doing it. I changed my mind. Let's go home." And she I is. I can't really... see. Row, row, row your boat. Your turn. I can't. I can't catch up. Slow down. Uh, merrily, merrily, merrily. Gently down the stream. Not like a bat out of hell. <laughs> right, deadly, deadly. Now watch him navigate, right? Yeah, only he's the left last or he's going straight. Now he'll do only the right, and he navigates himself perfectly. It's a man who knows how to sail. That's this movie's right so way. oaring. Oaring. <laughs> this movie's so oaring. <laughs> oh, phew. Lasso, that's Let me help you out. And she's like, fuck you. Fuck you. You tried to kill me. In the yeah, world. you tried to kill me. I don't want to die. <laughs> I'll hide behind this tree. And he's right behind like, Menlo Park. Don't be scared of me. I changed my mind. I said I was gonna kill you, but I just I'm not doing it anymore. I always complain silent movies are always shot in the forest. Now why if he hates the movies 
titles. Why put in Don't Be Afraid of Me? Clearly that's what he's saying. He probably – I don't know. I never – was there title oh, cards? Clearly, look at all those fall colors. Uh, yeah, it must be fall. Oh, God, can you imagine? Now, oh. what's this? It is a train to the city. So Perfect she hops timing. on to escape. But the train's not like, oh, we got to hurry up. A murderer's coming. No, he's just casual. So he it's... gets to hop on board, and now she's stuck. This is awkward. No money is exchanged with the uh, driver, by the way. This is a cool trolley, man. I didn't realize they had something like this. Yeah, like I said, this is um, – uh, what did I say? It's – um. Darn it, darn it. I just said what I said. Here it is. It is Lake Arrowhead, California, and they right. spent money to build all this. That includes this train. So cool. Uh, production designer Rochus Gleese. I got to tell you, Mike, this is one of those films where you look up everybody's name and you don't know anything that they've done, even though they've done a million things. That's I think, yeah. That's interesting. Well, you you had a lot on this lead actor, which is fascinating, and and on her as well, and the director. I mean, those are probably the three people people remember. Okay, well, that's a great example. Like George O'Brien, I'm looking through it, and he did this film, he did that film, he did you know the, the finger up the nose in winter. Like you just all these films you never heard of. But then I find out his father was chief of police in San Francisco, and wow. he was the one who ordered the arrest of Fatty Arbuckle from that famous 1921. Yeah, uh, Victoria Rappé. Yes. So it's like, that's the kind of fact I'm pulling out for the actor, because now we're in context, at least. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's the that kind of trivia is what kind of lingers. You know, you're not going to say, oh, my God, that's the guy with finger up my nose during the winter. <laughs> this is all a set that they made of the city. The they spent 200, built... I already told you. Yeah, so that trolley must have been, they must have built the track. Yep. Yeah. They did. They did. This whole set we're seeing, it looks exterior. It's not. It's interior. You see the sun yeah. shining on the town. They did all this. Wow. All those extras, man. Why not it's... just go to a city? That's a good question. Why not? I guess it's just not a controlled environment. They knew this guy was an expressionist who had famous films like Nosferatu. And they said, all right, let's just let's try him out. Let's make an expressionist film. We'll spend the money. They didn't shoot it in Toronto because Canada did not exist back then. That was not until 1948, right? Were they still under English rule? When was Canada? It was like it was recent, like 2002 or something like that, when they became a country. No, you mean they were a Commonwealth? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah when did that Maple Leaf flag come about? Okay, now the chasing is over because he's helping her across the street and sort of saving her and making her safe. So she's still not cool, but she's not going to run anymore. She's a country mouse, Carl, in the big city. She got, on, she got on the train to run away, and the director's trying to show us a contrast from, like, the woman was like, come t kill your wife, come to the city, and have fun with me. So now we're seeing, yeah, you can have fun in the city, and you can even have fun with your wife. With your wife. You don't have to kill her. Right. You don't have to kill her. Controversial at the time. Now, this is a dining room, but the waiter waitress doesn't come around. You go into the shop, buy the things you like, and then look. 
He takes the seat for her. It shows that, okay, she's going to be cool, but she's still very scared. It's a very weird moment. I mean, he did try to kill her and then yes. followed her to the city. Yes, he did. He he tried to kill her, then he pursued her to say, don't be scared of me. But if someone's running after you, it's pretty scary. Would you guys like some cod herring or whatever we eat in the 20s? <laughs> Five cents. Well, it's like Danishes and stuff. It's like baked good. So, you ever look at a menu from 1920, though? It's weird. Like, what? what's weird about it? They would have, like, beans, or, I don't know, the sides would be, like, they'd have, like, shrimp cocktails, of course, for nickel, and, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, just just a little over-exuberance of stuff. Now, here, one more time, we'll see her softening, because he's like, okay, here's some food, and she's like, reluctantly takes it. It's like every step of the way, she's opening up a little more, being a little less scared of him. Come on, eat the Rice Krispie. Look how much he got. That's a lot of Rice Krispie bars. <laughs> Come on, try this. It hasn't even been invented yet. It's called a Rice Krispie. <laughs> it's with marshmallows. Oh, I've heard of marshmallows. Now look. You mean pig sweet? eye contact. Yeah. And she's still like, the fuck is going on with you? Okay, I'll eat a crack. I'll, I'll scare to eat it. I won't eat all of it. I'll just eat snap and crackle. I'll and spare what pop. Is it? is it a, it's a cake? I guess, yeah. Fruitcake? Look at her crying. It's terrible. One yeah, star. this tastes horrible. <laughs> this was a terrible selection. There was no baking powder in it. It's uneven. He feels guilty. He never wanted to kill her. I mean, he said, okay, I'm going to try to do it, and he just couldn't do it. And now he's trying so hard. I'll have he's an just affair. With guilt. Uh, like this, 1924, O'Brien received his first starring role in the drama called The Man Who Came Back with the English Actress. No, no, no. The Man Who Came Back. The Man Who right. Came Back. That like, I never better. heard of that. I was thought the film was – I even got the title wrong. So I you said what? The out. man who came back with a British what? Uh, the man who came back, comma, with the English actress Dorothy McHale. That's See, a I long don't know her. I don't know. I don't know. I just wrote down an extremely popular leading man in films. With the advent of sound, O'Brien displayed a strong, con confident voice that remained a leading star of westerns and outdoor adventures. So no. the people in the actresses in the actors and actresses in this film did go into sound, but most of them did not. She's like, he's like, here's some flowers because I love you. And she's like, I'm trying to let you love me, but you tried to kill me. And he's like, here's my purse. And you could have a penny. Oh, my God. Crying in front of the flower lady? Yeah. Yeah. But we're getting Awkward. closer. We're getting closer. He's buying her flowers. She's loosening Maybe they got to a flop house. Look, it's two nickels a night. Let's do it. But it's a single bed. No, We're I don't think it's a flop house. I think it's a ch – no, they're not at the church yet. They're going to see a, a wedding happening across the street, and they're going to go in there. And that's when it'll happen. He will completely soften, and she'll say to herself, all right, I guess he's not going to try to kill me. Ooh, look at that horse and carriage. That looks like fun. Hanging out with the money on it. 
Do you think they'll show their breasts like they do in Surf 2? Remember they're no. driving in the car in the convertible in front of them? No. The girls, yeah. No, they won't. Now she's like, okay, maybe you're not going to, you know, like maybe I'll forgive you. It's the same shot. Thing. It's the same people going by. Oh? I think so. I saw the same carriage of ladies that I commented on. Oh, because I didn't notice that. I, 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 okay. Well, keep an eye when they show the city street again. What? Who's the first carriage that goes by? Now look. Oh, the it's the wedding. And it's so 1920s. Look at their. Know, look at that dress and the little girls. Yeah. And they're like, let's go to see a wedding. Okay. Back then, they threw bags of rice at the. Look couple. at that! It's the same. <laughs> no, it looked a little different, to be honest. Yeah, back then they used to throw the rice like still in the bag, but due yeah. to accidents and lawsuits, they switched. They had a it was killing the, the pigeons. The brunt, the brute force hitting the pigeons would kill them. In the bags. Hey, uh, are you taking this away? Yeah. <laughs> are you taking this abroad uh, to beat a lawful wife, the wedded wife? Okay, so they sit down and watch. Now he is going to break down and cry, and she's going to be like, oh, he has a sensitive side. This was where Wedding Crashers got their idea. <laughs> Guys, remember Sunrise? Oh, a song of two humans? Yeah, but we don't go to the boring service. We go to the party! The party, oh. Great idea. Like we're crashing it? Exactly. Let's get John McClane involved. God is giving you in the holy bounds of matrimony a trust. She is young and experienced. Guide her and love her. It's um, Grand Moff Tarkin from uh, Star, <laughs> Star Trek. Wars. He was, I didn't realize this is what he did beforehand or afterwards. This is after the Star Wars. There was this open micer and he's like, we got Star Wars fans in here. And they were like, yeah. And he goes, what's, what's your favorite Star Trek Star Wars character? And I go, um, well, I like that Spock. <laughs> I got a bigger laugh than... Yeah. Wilt thou oh. love her? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. At least twice a day. So there you can see she's like, okay, okay. All right. I'll... I'll let you smell. Yeah, you can be my husband again. Or I'll... I don't know. She loosens up. Now, this guy directed 21 films, but only... I mean, only 12 remain. Eight of them are completely lost. One of them, they no. only have one reel of it. So he, his legacy is a little... It was, it's cut in half. He's only got 12 films. Right. Was it, was it because of, like, the way it was stored and disappeared? Or was yeah. he one of those film directors that just was too outrageous? No, no. It's just because of, you know, this was the, the 20s. That's right. It just got old. Stuff got old. And they didn't know to preserve it. They didn't right. know things were going to go, you know. Now, the, these, this enormous, like, stylized set cost so much money to build that they, they reused it in a bunch of Fox film. Now, you see how the bells are going with the tower, you know, the sound. Right. Look, he's, she's kissing him now. Saying, come on, come out of your funk. Let's be friends. Oh, they're actually kissing. Yeah. So Bells now make me horny. they are rekindling their love, essentially. Oh, are they walking out? 
Yeah, like we are gonna throw the rice. <laughs> hey, Killjoys, not your wedding. Always has to be about you at these weddings. <laughs> <laughs> They're not throwing any bags of rice at this couple. But, yeah, it's like the 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 wedding in which like one sexy girl is dancing out, you know, and the bride is like, "I want to be queen for a day. Don't be showing off." Wow, look at the special effects. Right, that's a blue well, uh, green screen. It is. What they did was exactly what you right. You see how it went in front? Yeah. They're making they're making it seem like they're so in love they don't even care about the traffic. Look what look at that. It's all yeah. because it's a projection screen in front of them, so they switched it. They're walking on a conveyor belt. I love it. I absolutely love it. This film, critics loved it. It didn't do well. They really tried to make this film its its release a big, big day. On opening night, they had <laughs> the world premiere. There were two shorts. One was the Vatican Choir singing, and the other was an interview with Mussolini. Wow. What a he double feature. bad guy yet. Uh, it was all it. trying to show the new sound system, this movie tone. So look, they're we could hear them. We could hear them. The crowd noise is cool. Their blind love caused a uh, traffic jam, and that's supposed that, to be fun. That bearded open micer couldn't get to his set on time. <laughs> Um, the Jazz Singer 1927 came out October 6th, and this came out September 23rd. Wow. Even the Jazz Singer for this movie tone accompaniment. So it opened at the Times Square Theater September 23, 1927 in New York. Now, we, in the Buster Keaton story, there was a scene where he pulls up to a theater that's showing a new movie called The Jazz Singer. Right. So that and must have been in October. Uh, yeah, it must have been a, yeah. Well, I no. The thing is, the premiere was October. We don't oh. know when. You know, then it hit right theater. when it started playing the theater. The director didn't want her. She he wanted some woman named Camilla Horn, but uh, this German studio called UFA was like, no, no, we're not loaning her out to you. Why? Right. What's Why? in it for us? Screw off. So then she gets this, and she wins an Oscar. It was the first Oscars ever. Very nice. She does a good job. This film didn't w beat Wings, but it took away three awards in the first. Okay, Best Unique and Artistic Picture, which was the second highest award. Outstanding Picture went to Wings. Right. Best Actor in the Leading Role. Best Actor was Thomas uh, Hayden Church for his role in Wings, followed by Steven Weber. Wait, are you doing the sitcom? The sitcom. Um, Okay, she now Janet Gaynor won Best Actress in a Leading Role, but back then it was different. It wasn't for the movie; it was for the actress's work of the year. So she won it for two films. Um, this film, Seventh Heaven, and Street Angel, three films she was in, and she won Best Actress in a for Leading her role year's worth. For How her cool is that? Yeah. They should have an award, like the Rick Moranis Award. The guy who's in six movies one summer. <laughs> yeah, Bill, yeah, Bruce Willis will walk away with that. Yeah, guy. right, Bruce Willis will walk away with it. Um, they also... Um, it also won Best Cinematography, which makes sense. 
Now, there's this other thing I've heard of, but I don't know it very well. It's the Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences. You've heard of that, right? Yeah, they have the museum around here. So they made – they gave them uh, – it won an award called Artistic Quality of Production, and that was the only year it was given out, and it was made to recognize this film, Artistic Quality of Production. Ooh. They're like – May we do your hair, ma'am? And she goes, no, it's a wig. No, don't touch my hair. I never. Oh, now, holy look, shit. Here's someone who represents okay. the girl from the city, right? Yeah. Real and latex. She's, she's trying to make a buck off of doing a manicure. So, look. It's, it's jealous. It's a threat. This man no, does need a cure from his lust, and his wife is the cure. He's getting a manicure. He, the barber's like, whatever, I just want to put a uh, razor to this guy's neck. <laughs> I suspect that the barber is trying to telegraph he's gay, like the, the director. Uh -huh. So she's holding his hand, and he's like, hmm, I kind of like it, but... What was the last time you had a shave like this? Look at him, like, rolling his eyes over... I never in my life have had a shave in a barber's chair. I did. I actually, you know what, when I had my beard, no, I, no. I... Look, wait. This She rejects her. And now the wife gets all happy. Oh. Carl, when I had this beard, I, I hated my beard. Not yeah. a beard guy. And I yeah. got to get rid of it. And I couldn't do it. I had to go get it shaved off. And, well, uh, you didn't trim it down and then... No, you know what? Look, I mean, I don't do anything with my hair, so when okay. I have a beard, I have to do nothing with both my hair and my beard. It's just too much effort. I just want to not deal with one thing. You now, know? look at this dude. Yeah, Hachi Mochi. Now, later in the film, we will see an act. Look, he's touching her. So we're seeing he is tempted and she is tempted, but of course, she's never tempted. Right. She's like, fuck off. Oh, that's a hot towel. Him. Yeah. Okay. When we were watching The Kid Brother, we saw that guy Flash. His name was Ed, in real life is Eddie Boland. He will show up in this film, and I thought it was so neat. I don't think that's him, though. Okay. It looks similar, but you'll when you see his face, you'll be like, oh, it's him from last film. Was All right, I'm looking Brother forward was to last film, right? Or was, no, we did um, Peter Sellers last time. Yeah, last uh, last week was uh, the ghost of uh, noon, noonday. Noonday go wait. sun. Sun. Terrible. Ghost title. in the. Now he's like, get back! Someone's threatening my wife. He goes, hey you, why don't you fuck off, J. Jonah Jameson? Yeah. Why don't you tell Robbie it's uh, to stop the presses? Don't try to bang my wife. Don't tell a. Don't go to a Times Square screen and reveal the secret identity of Peter of Spider Man. <laughs> Did you notice in that movie Spider Man where they they go to Times Square and there's a big monitor and it's J Jonah Jameson saying Peter Parker is Spider Man? How yeah. loud is that screen in Times Square to hear that? Look, he's taking a knife out. Right, it's absolutely loud. Uh oh. Who's now what taking is, a knife? He's going to stab. Oh yeah. This is some busy barbershop. He's going to take the flower. Is this meant to be New York City? Probably not. Yeah, he, that's right, Mike. That's right. And he will put it, yeah. 
Very good call, Mike. Boy, that guy was a shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> you can really see in this print the trickle. Parker, get in my office. You can't print that about Spider-Man. That's slander. It is not. Parker, do you have a photograph of anyone? There's a guy named Daredevil. Did you at least take a photo of Daredevil? No, Chief, I took photos of Spider-Man all day, every day. Exclusively. Come again. Oh, they approve. Why do this title? Why do this title if he hates titles? Thank you, and you must come again and see us sometime. What is that Down in the farm. Yeah, in the swamp. But he, all he did was get a shave. He didn't get his fucking hair is natty as shit. Huh, that doesn't happen every day. Shampoo. Look at you, you use something called water and soap. <laughs> I've heard of it. So now it's time for a photo. Now, back then, you're supposed to have like a serious expression, right? Because it takes like forever. Uh, no, that was true in the eight, late 1800s. You had to sit still because it would expose for a long time. But by 1927, they had it, it was a much quicker um, exposure. Uh, what is that called? The In the lens, it opens and closes. Aperture? Yeah. It, as a matter of fact, it's quick enough that he will catch them kissing. Oh, cute. Now, this is another actor who I have all this information about and who gives a fuck. Well, he was terrific in Finger in Your Nose during the winter. Yeah, he, yeah, he was in, right. You, well, that's a famous film we know, Nose and Finger and Nose in Winter. But the rest of them, like he was, he was in Pork in the Butt in Spring. And he was in, okay, now. Try to be serious, and she's... So they're having fun. They're a loving, happy couple now. He definitely gives off Nicolas Cage vibes. I could see that. Now look, yes. Because he's hiding. On, and look, he sees... Uh, camera Obscurus? Oh, the Hayes office will get me for this photo. Yep. He's gonna putting in a new print. Yeah, he can't hear it. Fucking Edison, dirty old man. What? What? We took a Oh, we weren't ready. We were just kissing. Is my wig straight? Is my uh, suit dirty enough? Boy, his teeth are horrific. He also plays saxophone, Carl. Yes, it hangs on the wall for every moment he wants to. Hey, photography's that's a side hustle. I play banjo and uh, wall saxophone. I <laughs> wall saxophone. So now what she's doing is she's sort of being inappropriate. She's like sitting on his couch and having his grapes. She didn't have he didn't have per, she didn't have permission for that. Right. He's See, like, no. Those are for display. <laughs> It's made of plastic. You'll love it. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. oh, boy. It's all fun and games until you break a religious statue. Mom always said, don't play religious statue in the house. <laughs> she had no head to begin with, right? <laughs> she had no arms, at least, right? 
You broke my statue. Well, don't lose your head about it. That's the bad news. The good news, her arms are already broken off. Use so, an apple. Right. Exactly. Mike, you're right. On. Have you seen this film? I did, but that was like years ago, and it was not a good print. Well, you're right on the money. This is a, a very quality print. There was one uh, print of it in Germany that they turned into a negative and made a new 35 oh. millimeter. It, the film looks even better than this. Okay, I've developed you kissing. They're trying to hide the broken statue. He's standing in front of it. Right, they just want to get the photos and get out of there. Oh. What is he, David Spade? Uh. So it's not an apple, but you get you were still aligned with here's your here's a penny, here's two cents. Does Whoa! He, dude, he teaches penny. the three stooges that, that trick in uh gold grabbers. Now I gold don't know what hunters. that is. It's like sign your now he's noticing the <laughs> I bet you the Fine. whole audience laughed. Oh, yeah. Look at this look. And roll them. Now show your horrible teeth. <laughs> One we more time. Get out of there. We didn't get caught. And look. We oh, kissed oh, him. oh, my goodness. That is. Sh oh, my goodness. Scandalous. Don't link that online. Hide that. You should not have photos, nudies of yourself. Now, that thing is never going to stay in his pocket. It's too big for a pocket. Look at that. They spent all this money on that. Why? Gorgeous. Why? It's gorgeous. I don't know. It is. Is all taxi. Uh-oh. Oh, look who it is. She's still crashed out there? Yup. She still lives in the... So she just wants that cow hand. That's it. You want sex and cigarettes. Farmers, if you want to sell your home and move to the city, we pay cash. Well, that's something she's interested in as soon as this Wait. wife kicks. As far as she knows, he's off to kill the wife. Oh, so she has a plan. She is a femme fatale. He kills the wife. She sells to his farm. Right. Gets that money and lives with him in the city. But she does genuinely lust She's not going to kill him like a femme fatale would? No, well, I don't know how it would have played out, but as far as the impression we get from this script, she does want to take him to the city and live with him. Speaking of impressionistic images, what's going on right now? They're just showing us. Wow. Yes, right. They're just blowing us away. Right. I know there's like trickery to that, but it looks gorgeous. Look at right. the set. This is Hi. just like a sort of like. Uh, you know, hotel, spa, and casino kind of place. This is where you go down to have a drink. Sure. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Do a lot of dancing, see Yeah, like Lucky's. <laughs> Lucky's. You know, we always talk about we don't believe what the extras would wear during the time, but I, I do feel like they're wearing what people wore back in yes. the 20s. Yes. Look at the elephant. Wow. Oh my god, he built all this? Yes, this is like a circ uh, like a carnival. They built all of this. Yes. That is crazy. Gorgeous. 
you see how it's like a nightclub and a restaurant and a carnival and right. a bar and yeah. a, and there's going to be entertainment and it's the big city. Now, what in the world big city is this if it's not New York? Could be Chicago. It could be. The act, the 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 waiter we just saw will play into the. He'll be in a scene in a moment. And... Oh sure, you gotta set it up. I love this. You just throw the ball right in there. It's twentieth. It's nineteen twenty skeet ball. Just throw yeah. the fucking ball in the hole. No rolling desired. Oh, you get a pig. Instead of tickets, you, you make, yeah, you make the little piggy go round and round. He he. The doors open when you hit the ball in there, and then they do a little. Literally, no. I don't know. It's entertaining. Now they're going right back up to their right cave. Back up there. There's a hula girl right behind them. Yes, this is the kind of city uh, activity we all know. Conducting an orchestra. This is like a mall of everything fun. I've never been to a place like this. I would have a blast. I don't think a place like this exists in the real world, even in 1927. And it's we've like, had this kind of discussion before. We have adult dancing, dining, and we have skeetball, you fuckers. And a music <laughs> park. So she wants to go over to the dancing, and he's like, sure, honey, in a second. I'm skeet shooting right now. I want to watch the little piggies go down the chute. <laughs> yeah, look at this couple, huh? Right. And they are the example of what she wants to do. She's like, oh, come on, let's go to the thing. He goes, Okay, sure, but I'm playing skee-ball. Keep feeling fascination. He doesn't win tickets or anything. Moving. Moving. There was, a, so strong. there was a bizarre place in San Francisco and other cities. It closed. Look, there was a, look, a pig, a pig has escaped. A pig has escaped. Well, us us country folk gotta go fucking bomb crazy about that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, why is he doesn't have a horse in this race? Why is he so invested in getting the piglet back? But he is, and he'll be a little hero with everyone applauding him when he captures him. Oh, look at this, Carl! Gratuitous legs. Yeah, I don't mind that. Clappers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you design this whole place, and you got to account for the fact that. You know, the pig and the skeetball will, will get loose. Now, the two – see, she's up on the chair. Right. Eek a pig. This was all built. Okay, so uh, Photo Play Magazine, okay? There was an article. According to Janet G Gaynor, making the movie was such a special experience for George O'Brien and her that they made a pact – that they would do anything that F.W. Murnau asked them to do, which included long days in the water, and also to look depressed and guilty about what he's done or he's about to do. They made George O'Brien wear lead boots for his walk home from the swamp. So he would trudge home like that? Yes. So apparently this was a great director that – Everybody really liked, and they did whatever you know. They didn't complain. You know, I don't normally. I don't normally. Uh, it's a ghost pig. It's a ghost I, pig. That's the classic Bond. I better stop drinking. That car turned into a boat. Oh, now the oh, pig's no, gonna get drunk. Don't get drunk. Pig shit everywhere. 
You get a pig drug pig because there's shit all over your festival. Drug pig. <laughs> Blind pig. I'm sure the audience is laughing, laughing, laughing. Do you know how to spell blind pig? B L I. No, I don't. B L N D P G. There's no eyes. There's no eye in pig, but there is. It's blind pig. Oh, blind. Oh, there's no eyes in blind pig. How do you spell blind pig? P G. Because there's no eyes. Okay, I don't know if that's good, and I'm not trying it at the next opening. It's, it's kind of an offensive joke, to be honest. Offensive? Yeah, I mean... The fat why... women, I get it, yeah. Yeah, you're shitting on blind people. You're shitting on blind people? Oh, yes, God. I said it. You're blind shaming? You're yes, you're blind shaming, exactly. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I'm ridiculous. There's a drug pig in the kitchen. Why is this a kitchen? It's a restaurant. Carnival. Because they make food for the crowd. What do you mean? Yay! He found they got the pig. Return the pig. Everyone loves it. Return to pig. Including wife. Babe pig in the city, too. Thank you for my pig. I can't wait to eat babe. The greatest pig. Thank you for my pig. Boy, was I hungry. No! I didn't no. see this pig to be bacon. Look at this director. He's killing okay. me. This this song was like a popular hit that came out of the film. So they were doing it. Yeah. You know, so, oh, my, one of my favorite songs is coming up. But that's great. People at the time could freeze frame that frame and then play along. So, yeah, with the notes. Yes. Yeah. If you're doing the trumpet part. So now they're like, everybody, you know, everyone's like, dance, dance. You're the hero. Dance. What a narcissist. He should be dancing because his wife wants him to. Right. So this is this guy troubled in this movie? I mean, I feel like there was a problem, and now they're getting resolved, but there's that evil woman back at the farm. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what your question is, but he he was going to do something wicked, and wow. I'm really serious. There's Flash from the yeah. last. Now, he'll get a comedic. Flapper, flapper yeah. etiquette. I don't normally say this, Carl, about our movies, but this movie is great. Halfway yeah. through, I just really like this film. Well, it's it's a. By the way, whatever happened to Baby? Do, do you remember Flash from the last film? Yeah, I do. Oh, Flash from from the the kid brother. The last film we did was that Peter Sellers pirate film. Uh, from uh, the prior, the film before was the kid brother, and he was uh, yes. headed a medicine show. Yeah, I remember. Well, when I was watching this film, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was so happy to see him. Now I'm in context. Like, if I read this thing, he was in Harold Lloyd's The Kid Brother, I'd go, yeah, I know that film. I'm in context. Yeah. Well, see, finally, that list of movies, you go, oh, I have seen Finger and Nose in Winter. <laughs> now, look, he's going to get smacked because now he's being perverted. You play the music too? I'm not. Flow flapper. This is a country dance we do. It's called. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so choreographed that they had to know it together. Do, do, boo. It's the pleasant dance. Imagine that you're just watching two people dance and you're so entertained like this crowd. I don't know. If he saved the pig, Carl. He deserves <laughs> a dance for the public. 
Yay! Look, watch, smack! Now it won't stay up, so to make it match, he's pulling it down. She doesn't like that. No, we don't like that at all, Carl. Terrible. And that's it. He will go away for the rest of the film. He's not going to drink again? He died in 1935. Now, he was born in 1885, so he did have Crazy. a life. Um, but um, he was called the Obliging Gentleman in these credits. Um, he oh. had a heart attack in Santa Monica. I do love how this music, like, there's applause, you know, and this is what the, the sound was back when it was released. Right. Because sometimes you'll see a silent movie where they sweeten it with applause or with car yes. effects. And, and, and they'll say, like, it was a 1992 re-release with a, you know, a mod. Yeah. Because they could do sound nowadays. Look, so they're happy, happy in love. Now, we're, look, the superimposing is happening here. Right. Life's just but a cabaret of angels. Right, and and but at first you see how he's dark? At first I was like, maybe something evil's coming. Yeah, the check. <laughs> it is the check, and he won't have enough money. We're gonna right. be in trouble. One dance is four dollars. <laughs> four fucking dollars. This is nineteen twenty seven, bitch. I know that, sir. I only had one lobster, Louie. Oh, what are they going to do? They're going to dash and dive? No, no. He's going to get out the money for the check, which is like eight cents. Oh, no. I only have a half penny. And now she's all happy because she knows something. Oh. One, two. Two bits. Ta-da! Madam, it's three bits the bill. Okay, here's another bit. A now, look at the waiter back then. He's helping him put on his coat. Yep. I mean, there were everything served. Oh, she's a little drunk. You know, I worked at a coat room at, at, at a New Year's Eve party, and I got to put uh, the coats on drunk, very angry drunk people. <laughs> who would, like, breathe very slowly as I put their jacket on them and got about their way. Very nice. Yeah. Would you like me to put your jacket on, sir? There you go. There's the exit. Okay, so it's all happy, 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 and they're rekindled in love. Yeah, and a lot they had a big fun. night out. Yeah, so they, you know, went from he doesn't love me anymore, he's sexing other women, he's right. going to try to kill me, maybe he's not going to try to kill me because he's a nice person, Maybe he's back in love with me again. He's in love with me again. So they've run full circle Whoa. here. Yeah. Fireworks. This film was a big deal, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I want to hang out. I want to go on those little flying <laughs> boats. Come on. That looks... Is that entertaining, yeah. the flying boats? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm there. They're plane boats. Plane boats, right. No, they had some flourish to them. Yeah, they, some of the boats were a little fancy. You're right. Look at that elevated uh, subway car behind them, the back, going right into that building. Look, the, the, the people in the windows are animated. So crazy. Yep, yep. 
And that's why it won Best Cinematography and everything. So here they are. What a contrast. Before, she was scared. He was right. stoic. Silent, it was a very awkward ride into the city. Yeah. So they're going to sail home, which I don't get because they docked the boat. They took the train. I don't get it. Well, they docked the boat, and then she ran to the nearest train, and he hopped on. So the boat must have been on dock somewhere. Yes, but but you see, he started from their farm, went out to do the deed, didn't do it, and returned to the farm. So they shouldn't have to cross the water again, you see. Yeah, but this is a nice contrast from the earlier boat ride. Yes, and that is what the director's probably trying to do. I hope everything stays cool and, and like, Nobody's threatened with drowning because there's some sort of storm or something. That would. Oh. I think it's You know, you can see the moonlight on the plane. On yeah, the water. sure. Calm night. I was promised sunrise in this movie, though. Oh, the old burning, flaming barge of <laughs> no, dancing <it's> hobos. Like, <laughs> no, it's like an inlet. They're on shore. They're on shore. Yeah, I think yes. World's first Burning Man. They wouldn't have a raging fire on a. Yeah, you see to the left, the it's like land. Gotcha, yeah. She's dancing to the techno music they're blasting. <laughs> techno. Oh, oh. He's trying to kiss her and... Oh, I will not. I have to serve <laughs> my country. Look at how they smush their faces together. I really wish I could go back in time and see and people kissing in the real world. Yeah. You pervert. I want to go to Bud. Because why is it every single, every single movie? Maybe it was a real thing. Let's go to the dispensary. You mean Bud? <laughs> but the problem is they're going home and that, that marriage wrecker is waiting for them. Oh, there you go. I'm going to serve you lobster while you sleep. I'll put a bib on first. There you go. The Imperial forces won't see you now, Princess Leia. Worst haircut. Yeah, and they did it on per Well, I already beat that to death. Late. It's kind of getting stormy in the city. Yeah, look at Metropedius. Oh, what a bad idea having this carnival after all. I paid $200,000 for this set. <laughs> Wreck the set. I'm sorry. I, 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 I think speak I already German. told you, but Fox Pictures would go on to use this set over and fucking over and fucking over again. Because they, they need to make their money back. The, the box office did not... I'm not yeah. necessarily crying. I mean, I know this was shot in California. The, yeah. the studio lots have a weird history of like giant companies going under and then new companies buying the lot or evolving it. So, mm -hmm. you know, hoo hoo. They created a movie studio. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy helped them create a back, back lot that they use for multiple movies. I'm crying. Multiple, in my right. Yeah. Although this is crazy. I would hate to be an extra in this scene. <laughs> yeah, you hate when wind is like in Florida wind. Florida oh, wind. It takes it distracts from the plot. Yeah, but this is intentional. I mean, I get you. I I, I do know, agree. I do agree. Good. It drives me crazy watching trees blow in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This boat idea was stupid. <laughs> I'm okay, don't drown this time for reals. For reals, he don't drown. Is she gonna drown? Uh, as you know, I never spoil the film, so I'm going to yeah. let you not know that she drowned. Good. Don't tell me she drowned. Now, he remembers the fiendish plot of Fu Manchu 
in which he was going to use the rushes to save himself. Now that he cares and loves about his wife again, he's going to take those rushes and fashion them to her to save her. To help save her. Gee, what a deep sleeper. I finally woke up. What's going on? (laughs) How can you ask me what's going on when the wind is blowing, the sea is turbulent? You know what's going on. Don't pretend you're sleeping. Somebody flushed the toilet in our lake? No. No. Whoa. Look, there's our fucking house. Come on. We're only six knots out. Just six fathoms to go. (laughs) Speaking of which, I'll be right back. Or it's only four leagues under. Oh, no, Mike is leaving. I'm sorry, audience. Now I'm alone with you. And I'm a little creepy. Let me try to tell you something about this film. Um, More now chose the then new Fox movie tone sound on film system, making Sunrise one of the first feature films to synchronize music score and sound effects. Um, the soundtrack, you already know that. What else? What else? The groundbreaking cinematography by Charles Rocher and Carl Struss. Who? Who? I can't stress it enough. It was done by Carl Struss. Um, Carl with a K, which isn't cool, ladies and gentlemen. Go to carlsucks.com with a C. Don't do a K, because Carl really does suck. Uh, groundbreaking cinematography features particularly praised tracking shots. And I've been keeping track of these shots. Extensive use of forced perspective and striking is striking, particularly in a shot of the city with normal-sized people and sets in the foreground and smaller figures in the background by much smaller sets. Now, you might notice we're not seeing titles anymore, like, A Storm Came! This guy apparently really hated title cards, and I already told you. Look how intense. I'm suspecting this is a miniature that they did in slow motion. That's what I'm suspecting. I don't know that it's true. I wish Mike was here to get his opinion, because you look at these waves and they're serious. How can you make these waves in a lake? Okay, the calm after the storm. We've all heard of the calm after the storm, and here we have it. Now, it's hard to see him in this print, but he is in the bottom left. Hi, Carl. Welcome back, Mike. What happened was the storm was happening, and then, like I told you, he tied the rushes on. I was wondering how they did the effect of the storm. Like, was it a miniature in slow motion because the waves looked a little funky? But I don't think so. This is like the boat capsized. They they got washed, you know, and now he's alone in this little cave inlet. Or maybe he's on the shoreline. I'm not sure. Right. In the picture. But, but where's she? She where's is the nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Because oh, no. she drowned. But he tied the the green girl, the rushes on her. Well, you know, this film is a tragedy, okay? he It's ironic, right? Because he was going to kill her anyway. And the rushes were to save him. Yeah. Well, you know what? He would have died. 
because the rush is the shit. Boy, I wish I could just rewind the episodes in which you say uh, Green Grow the Rush is wrong because you said it's so stupid. I forget what you said. Do you remember what you said? I know. Groceries go. Something weird. You were like, yeah, I can't. Whatever. It's not a, it's not, it doesn't roll off the white. No, it doesn't. Especially not from the stone brain. Hey, look, there's a woman from the city and she's hearing some sort of commotion. So she's like, psych, he did it. Right. Because they're like, we, everybody rally to go help find the missing woman from the storm. Now, we will not see her naked, but we're going to get it implied. Like a wind will blow up. One thing that's weird is like, what is she still doing there but for waiting for the dude? Yeah, that's know? what I mean. Literally, there's shots back of her just hanging out in bed waiting yeah. for him to come back. She smokes cigarettes. She sleeps. She has a bite to eat. She gets her shoe shine. Yep. I'm sorry. That should not be an indemnity. You can hang out on my farm. But I'm not shining your shoes. What in the world is there to do in that little village, you know? Like, why? It's for vacationers to use the lake. So if you're not doing that, there's nothing to do. So, oh, what? full backle nudity. She grabs another. So we right. almost saw her naked, and it didn't work out. But the cameraman refused to move just three inches to the right. <laughs> National Board of Review. Yeah. But she doesn't close her door. I know. It's no longer a door. Now, look, she can't run down there to see what's going on. So she, she just hides. Up to in the tree. try to observe. Everyone's like, let's go. See, there's husband saying, please go find her. Please help. He's out there somewhere. The city girl's like, wow, he's really acting. Yeah, that's right. He thinks, okay, our plan is going to task here. We'll sell so the farm. It's been a long time. It's been a day, right? Right. He was going to kill her this morning. Yeah. Boy, he's going to sleep good tonight. He's got to be exhausted. I had a busy day, Carl. Full trip. Yeah, he caught a pig. He tried to kill a woman. He danced in the... He didn't have enough money for the bill. It's been a big day. Now look, you who's th that? Is she alive? No. She drowned? Look she, how she's hanging on the rushes. Yeah. Still with the wig. Rushes yeah. is shit. Now the thing is... They will now have a wig on her that looks like fucked up hair. You know, like she's been in the water. They spent the budget had two wigs scheduled. <laughs> Wet wig and dry wig. Wet wig and dry wig. Wet wig. Now this is 1927, and back then they still had the wig party, and she was in it. Oh, back then I knew nothing. I'm just kidding. That was the 1700s. I'm part of the Know Nothing Party. How's that working out? I don't know. <laughs> Perfect answer. Look at him. Hey, he's not even speaking. But he's trying to scream for her name. Now, we don't know the name. Right, they're listed as like the man, the wife. Right, the but apparently when there was filming, um, they did have names. He took away the names to give it more symbolism. 
so that they represented right the abstract The long sequences of pure action, no, 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 here we go. The characters go unnamed, leading them, lending them a universality conductive to symbolism. Two main characters are never officially named in the film, although the screenplay names huh. Anne Sass and Indre. These names were also used on set. Lip readers have claimed to see the names being spoken by the characters to each other. Nice. Anas and Indre, I guess. So look, he's defeated. He's slumping over. It's ruined. I don't have a wife anymore. She is dead as the door. As a dead go the rushes. Careful that electricity in that lamp. I know, right? All those fireflies are about to drown. <laughs> You're gonna drown the fireflies. They're like, well, oh. poor dude. Why Take your hat off. Dead. Come on, take your hat off, dude. Do you need more fireflies, sir? Let's go back. Sure. Dead. We'll donate the dandruff on our heads that we exposed. <laughs> wow, they spared no expense. They even got dandruff for the wig. Yeah. Just to make it look... $5,400 worth of dandruff. So, as you know, we broadcast out of San Francisco. Our hero is born in San Francisco, and... Janet Gaynor, like, graduated from San Francisco Polytechnic High School nice. in 1923. So there's some San Francisco in this thing. Right, even though this is a non-disclosed area. Right. They call it the man, the woman, uh, the farm, the city. Now, she would go on in 1937. Okay, she... Lady from the city is seeing the de pretending, acting, despondent husband. Right. And she's going, wow, you get an Oscar. It's a good thing they came out this year because you're going to win an Oscar for this live performance. And we're going to go bang every night in the city. Right. Now, this is someone's mom. I don't know if it's the. I think it's the woman's mom's. Yeah, you're probably right. With the baby. Yeah. And, she, you know, she's going to be, you know, he's not hugging her, helping her. He just is shell-shocked. From World War One. Yes. Now, Gaynor would go... Not from World War One. He he was he did, was unscathed in the war, by the way. That was one of the things That's that was crazy. impressive about him. He did all this dangerous stuff, uh, chasing submarines and uh, helping wounded men as a medic on the field, like a stretcher guy, and uh, never got killed. Wow. Got shot. Um, this Janet Gaynor would go on to do the famous A Star is Born in 1937. And of course, she won another act, you know, Oscar for Well, no, it was a nomination. I'm just saying, she would go on to do a lot of stuff. I got a long list here of films you never heard of. She retired in only in 1939, which is pretty early. And she married costume designer Adrian. That's the only name I have. She had a huh. son. The weird thing is Adrian was totally gay, and they married. Look, he's got, he doesn't have lead boots here. He's got lead legs. I know. Oh, the, 
the side of her bed. He's her despondent. Bed. Yeah, he cannot believe what has happened. But the woman from the city sure as fuck can believe it. And she's pretty happy about it. Here she comes. Now, there is no more wife, but she's still going to give the whistle, their signal. Right. That's Pavlovian. He suddenly gets an erection. <laughs> yeah, but not anymore. Not anymore. He's pissed now. Going, That's the whistle of that bitch. You got me into this predicament. <laughs> oh, right. Gone. And the rushes did not save her. Why would it have saved me? Why wouldn't they have rushes in the boat anyway? If it's a like preserver. as a life preserver, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh, look at that! Slowly, I turn. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm acting. I'm acting. Now look, the door opened on its own. Weird. Now she's like, "Our plan, everything worked great. Give me a kiss, honey. We could sex kiss again." And then she goes, wait a minute. You don't want to sex kiss me. You want you a want sex kill. Me? Wait. Wow, the music's going apeshit. Now, wait. They have now found... They're taking her out of the water. Chokey, choke, 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 choke. Don't do it. Now, he said, she's saying, is she saying the real name that we... Oh, right. When we Man. He's calling to her, and she's happy. Now, what does that imply? Oh, the woman's not drowned. Yeah, she's alive. Yee. Look at she's walking out of there. Yeah, she's blinking away, if that's a word. Get that hunch. Yeah, he's got the way he walks. Yeah. His boots. You gotta be fucking kidding me. She's alive. What the what are you talking about? Why was I choking this woman then? <laughs> oh, now, so the, the green grow the grushes does work, Carl. Grushes. He did it again. Green grow the grushes. Look at her fake wig, her stringy hair wig. My hair's been wet, wig. That's right. Now, you mentioned that the title cards disappear towards the end of the film. Correctamundo. Like, for instance, we didn't say, she's alive! We didn't see, you know. Now. Don't ruin it. They're going to be sexing. <laughs> That's right. Now, he's going to tell the story of how he found her and brought her out. Oh, oh wow, right oh, around the point. Just get to the point, I said. So apparently he didn't give up hope. He knew how the tides worked, so he went around to another place where it was going to be taking them out, and he found her. Now, there's some weird jealousy thing. Like, the mom is so happy she's touching him, but th look, the wife is over her shoulder there. Oh, yeah, I can't believe it. And there's going to be a little bit of jealousy, which is interesting. She's so happy. Oh, yeah, look at her. 
Look at her face. Look at her. Why, this isn't cool. He likes it. Uh-oh, I see a rolling pin coming in three. He, he wants another. Oh, ow. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Frying pan would have been funnier. Okay, everybody, get the fuck out of here. You don't have to go yeah. home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah. Last call. Get out of here. I got a fart. Close the door. Oh, I've been holding this in all day. Uh, here it is, Carl. Movie title. Sunrise. What a bad print it looks like this second. But this is the best print we got. I'm telling you, the other version I saw, I couldn't even see anything. It's all foggy. Who's going back to the city? Yeah, you're not getting in. Yeah, look at that face. Right. Could have got the farm. Yeah. Wife buys the farm. Tired ass out of here. Why don't you take the train? Wife dies. She buys the farm. I move in. I buy the farm. Had it all planned out. Oh, it's funny when you buy the farm. He bought the farm. Means you died. Yeah. Okay, it's a brand new day. There's yeah, the sunrise. There's nice wig. Right. This morning. is recovering wig. Recovery wig. Good morning, sunrise. Good morning, song between two humans. And I say that as a fellow human. She would go on to be in the Broadway play of Harold and Maude. She would go on to be in the Broadway really? play of On Golden Pond in 1982. Oh, but she's not good enough for the movie. I got you. Sunrise. There's the sunrise. I think this is the scene that I always confuse me because they're going to be dead. Oh, penis. Penis. It's pronounced penis. <laughs> All right. Penis. He did it. He remained faithful, Carl. That was terrific. What did you think of it? It was terrific, right? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I don't have much criticism. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a good film. Yeah, I agree with you. We watch a lot of trash films on purpose here, but right, I can't trust this film. It's it was it delivered. It was terrific. <laughs> I love I love the little nightclub merry-go-round yeah. Ferris wheel thing. It wasn't even Ferris wheel. It was a fucking roller coaster. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this movie as much as we we don't really have much to say about this film. Normally, we'll say Stacy Keach was unbelievable with Roger Moore. <laughs> None of that. Well, Classic I mean, okay, it was a very beautiful expressionist film. It had all these innovations. They were really doing a good job with what they had to work with. Right. Uh, the way they superimposed two images was unheard of. The way that the music soundtrack went and sound effects went with the film was unheard of. They had a great opening night with uh, a Mussolini interview and the Vatican's <laughs> Choir. I don't know why this movie wasn't a hit. It was critics loved it, and it was one of those like it should have been a hit movies where you watch it and you go, "This is a good movie." Like I yeah. just, it's it's accessible. It has that you know, motion action and yeah, it's, it's a like good film. The general with Buster Keaton, you're like, why wasn't that a blockbuster smash? Yeah, absolutely, Carl. Let's talk about next week and things to come. Our next week's movie is Things to Come. Oh, H.G. Wells, that's right. right. Okay, let me write it. This and... is from 1936. It is the H.G. Wells book, Come to Life. Uh, this is a recommended, Carl recommended this movie, which makes it even more, uh, let's see if we have a trailer for it. Okay, good, good uh, question. Nope, I just see 
all full length. It it sounds right. This this is the kind of film that wouldn't have it. This is some sort of film in which there's going to be a um, disaster in the. It, it starts out there like it, it, it's going to be war. They're on the brink of war, and and it, it will go forward into the future, and we'll get to see like what people in history thought the future was going to look like. All Flash Gordon kind of looking things. Nice. Uh, I haven't seen the film yet. That's just what I know about it, and I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to this, too. I've never even read the book. I know of the book, and I'm a big fan of Nostradamus. So, hey, man, I'm all for things to come. So next week we'll be doing 1936, <laughs> Things to Come for H.C. Wells. You can find us. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to say, uh, and then I'd like to say, donate to the station, Muni Radio. Go to Venmo. At Mutiny Radio is the official handle. Throwing some bucks. Check us out. We are uh, everywhere and nowhere. We're on Discord with our own channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. But we do have a Facebook page. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Very popular, as well as a very unpopular Twitter. <laughs> my, uh, my Twitter account for our still has 20. Very no, 30, unpopular. Yeah. Very unpopular. I haven't posted, that's why. And we also on uh, one other thing, right, Carl? Well, we're on YouTube, YouTube uh, on LWAFLMOYT, and I sync the movie and our podcast. So that's the perfect experience for the show, our YouTube channel. On YouTube. And you can see us in person as well as the celebrity comedian being interviewed. You get to see them as well. Right. All right, Carl. Hey, this has been a blast. Uh, we want to welcome you guys to join us next week. Hang out. If you're listening to Muni Radio, Ugly Sundays is next. So keep listening. And uh, thanks, Pam Benjamin, for my Muni Radio t-shirt. Very and, nice. Yeah. Very nice. You should you should launder that. No way, man. That means I would have to take the shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we'll see you guys next week. With our, uh, Razzies are coming up. Razzies. Yeah, that's right. Razzies episode. Razzies. We're going to vote on air. We're voting on air, Razzies. We're both members. See you later. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael.
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Hi, Mike. Carl. Thanks for having I am an official co-host now, and I, I welcome our audience. I was going to thank you, but there's no need to thank you. I'm a regular. You've been a regular on this show for, I don't know, the second year. We've been oh, I've been the... regularly booked. Yes. We're right now streaming first on mutinyradio.fm, the Internet's uh, radio station from San Francisco. You can listen to us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We follow Found Round Sound with Scotto at noon, and we're right before Ugly Sundays. Uh, so you can tune in to mutinyradio.fm uh, beginning at noon PST and listen to some music, then watch a movie with us, and then listen to more music. How about that? We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We also have a podcast by our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a YouTube channel that uh, Colin... Carl, sorry, Carl. Uh, Carl That's all right. Colin's equally as much a friend as me. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, level. We we are here on YouTube as well. Uh, you can watch us ourselves. Hey, look, I'm wearing my mini radio shirt. An exclusive. Oh, yeah. Wow! Uh, Holy cow! Those what? you can't just get those for free. Mike Spiegelman's wearing a mini radio comedy <laughs> festival in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's like the last year and a half. <gasps> um, we so. You can follow us on the YouTube, you can follow us on the podcast, or you can stream here as right now on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio can use your donations. Go ahead to Venmo, donate at Mutiny Radio. Carl, what is the movie we are watching? What full-length movie are we watching today? Today we will watch The Kid Brother, 1927. The Kid Brother, okay. 1927. The channel we like is <laughs> Titled Films. Uh -oh. Way to hit it over the head. It's what, films. What's that's the catch? What what's like. the catch? Okay, so go ahead and type in The Kid Brother. That's from 1927, and that's a special year. We'll tell you in a sec. It is hosted by the channel <coughs> Films. 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 Click the link, hit pause, move it to 000. Uh, we have a really excited. Carl produces this yeah. show. It's a theme song. He yeah. syncs up the videos, yeah. and he interviewed a celebrity comedian. I did. So, yeah. So while you go on YouTube and figure this out, chill out. Carl has an interview with a uh, celebrity comedian. The celebrity comedian will give you talk about himself, herself, and then we'll do the celebrity comedian countdown. And when that comic says go, we go. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Gary G. Garcia. Welcome, Gary. What's up, baby? Now, Gary, thank you when you, yeah, well, thank you for being there, I, being here. I mean, I have you here because you are a big time 
hot shot headliner comedian. I was excited to get you. But the first thing I want to say is when people look you up, they got to include the G, right? Yeah. G Garcia. Very important. Otherwise, Very important. I come up, uh, when you Google Gary Garcia, I come up like on page nine. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot more people named Gary Garcia that are doing much more than I am. <laughs> um, but if you put in Gary G Garcia, I pop right up. Now you were a epic, epic records recording artist. Yeah, Tell back in uh, 1992. How did you get from there to here? Okay, so we're going back to 92. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that time and what was going on with you in your life. Oh <clears throat> uh, well. We had uh we had we had started what at the time was the first live hip hop band. Uh -huh. So it was uh you know live guitar, bass, drums. Uh, we had a live DJ, and then we had a dude, my boy Peter George, who triggered the samples, and I was the vocalist. Uh huh. And we were called uh, Smoking Suckers with Logic. <laughs> That's great. Smoking uh, SSL for short. You know, we, we had we had a very brief, very quick pop of light, you know, I got to get into Rolling Stone magazine, you know, I had a little <laughs> article there, first issue of Vibe, so it was very quick, and we faded very fast. Well, we, that we, is still... We killed ourselves, really, we, we shot our own foot, feet off. <laughs> well, a hell of a ride. So what, you guys self-destructed in a way? Yeah, no, in every way, that's exactly uh -huh. what happened. We just, you know, you can't give a bunch of, 20, I was 22 at the time, when we got signed, we got signed uh, for like 800000 Wow, it was yeah. a very large. It was a very large uh, deal for you know a, a first time band, and uh, everything was looking really good. But our heads blew up before the album did. <laughs> our heads blew up even before the album came out. I mean, we were twenty two. We didn't have no guidance. So you know, here it is. We're taking pictures. I was in the first issue of Vibe. I played with Ziggy Marley. I was playing with KRS. Wow. I played with Julian Lennon, and you know, you tend to. Well, we also got. I should mention we got kicked off the Bob Marley tour. I mean, yes. the, the Ziggy Marley tour. Mm -hmm. um because of you know our antics we were a little crazy it was it was a lot of kids from the street and uh you know a lot of things happening quick and no, nobody you know we, we, were, we were just wild man we went on tour and that was the end of it once uh -huh. we got back from the tour we left they gave us a 12 passenger van to go on tour brand new when we, we when we bought it back it looked like it was from road warrior Oh, wow. The windshield was completely shattered. I hit like a wild turkey doing 65 miles an hour in cruise <laughs> control. It was insane. It was an insane ride, but it was fun. You know, we had some moments. I got a song in uh in um Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Uh-huh. They got one of my songs in there. Awesome. I got a couple of movies, yeah. So it was cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, I, I understand that it fell apart, you know. Yeah, but then we got Blackpool, which is very true. You can get Blackpool. <laughs> I, I thought that was a myth, but it's actually very true. You can get Blackpool. You know, we had all the majors coming after us when we first signed with Epic, but then when we broke up with Epic, nobody wanted to touch us. The word was out not to even let us in the door. Yeah. And we weren't. We weren't let in the door. We could have probably worked through it. We were very talented, but I didn't have the patience. Mm -hmm. You know, I was young. Now, today, I had kids and that stuff, started having kids. You are not young anymore, right? Not you're yet. in your 50s like me, and you're yeah. out there doing comedy. Now, your your base is Atlantic City, and this is a tourist spot. So the crowds are good every single night of the week, right? Tell well, me about this. Pretty much. I mean, the winter, it slows down. In the winter, the average, like I said, on a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're probably going to get like 20, sometimes even 15, mm -hmm. you know, 
But uh, for some reason, Tuesdays, I think it's because they give the free hotel rooms on certain days. So Tuesdays, for some reason, pop. Okay. And uh, then you got the weekends. The weekends carry us through. Saturdays, we're always going to have 100 or more both shows. And we do two shows every night. And uh, we're supposedly opening up another spot down the boardwalk. I'm not really at liberty to say it yet because I don't think it's been completely finalized. Right. But if that's the case, we'll have another room. Before no, COVID, we had five rooms. So that'll make you have three rooms. Yeah, then well, well, the Anchor Rock Club, I don't know if we're going through the whole winter with that. They do okay. a lot of rock shows there, too. Right now, we have a deal with them where we're doing on uh, Mondays and Tuesdays. Okay, okay. You know, so uh, what was the, I mean, before COVID, we had five, five rooms every single night of the week. I would do a show in Tropicana, run to, run, you know, get off the stage, run all the way down because we had another show going on, but I was going on later, run down to Caesars, then run to Bally's. Then finish it off over at Showboat. Wow, what a night! Good times, yeah. It was rock and roll, man. Just running from show to show, going off. It was great, and each room was usually pretty well because there's always going to be people out here. And the good thing about Atlantic City is the people that come out here. Unlike New York, I do a lot of shows in New York. I'm out there every Monday. I run a midnight show there called uh, the Not Quite Tuesday Show with my brother Adam Gable. Uh -huh. When I say my brother, I mean my brother in comedy. Um, <laughs> Uh, Adam Gable, we run, we run a midnight show there. We've been out there for like, we've been out there doing shows for two years, but with the Not Quite Tuesday show, it's a full year. We just made like a year about three months ago. We made a year over there. So that's always popping. But out there is different because that's tourist also. And, yeah. and, but the tourists there are from like, you know, you know, freaking other countries. You'll get people mm -hmm. from Denmark and England and Ireland and in all these different countries, which is great when you when you do well because you know your stuff is universal. People from anywhere can you know can relate yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. But in Atlantic City, the tourists that you get are Ohio, PA, you know Chicago, Detroit, and, and right. like you know uh, Florida. And so when you hit the road, these are people that are actually going to follow you and become fans and and stick with you. Having having two fans in England is great. <laughs> but it's not going to do nothing for my career. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, so the good thing about Atlantic City is it correlates to when I hit the road. Because mm -hmm. the people that see me in Atlantic City, when I come out to their hometowns, then they come out to see me. So, yeah, so Atlantic nice. City, you know, has been, has been a blessing to me. You know, in so many ways. Even just the time. During COVID, we were open. Once they opened up the restaurants, we were the only live entertainment in probably anywhere on the East Coast, but definitely in Atlantic City, there was nothing else open. No bars, no clubs, nothing. No live shows. We were the only live show. We were allowed 60 people, and uh, we were sold out every single night. I bet you, yeah. And I was doing two shows a night, 30, 40 minutes a night. There were some nights, I think the longest I did was like an hour and 26 minutes is the longest I've done so far. One night, they just let me go. I was like, go as long as you want. Gotcha. Um, but I was, there was a point I was, I, I'll say, and I'll say this boldly, and I'm pretty sure it's true. I was doing more time as a comedian than any other comedian, definitely in the East Coast. Uh -huh. um, I would probably say the world. I was doing an hour at night, easy. Gotcha. Every single night during, during the lockdowns. That's your so job. There was a point where I was just building and building. I, I, it's been a great opportunity for me, you know? Well, yeah, you were talking to me about your comedy special. You've retired all those jokes because yeah. you don't want people to come out and see you go, oh, I saw that on the special, right? That well, means I just want them to see me to go home and be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't hear him say that tonight. This is right, right. 
Now, you've also got this Rated G podcast, okay? And yeah. I'm sure it's G from Gary G. Garcia and then Rated G, which I'm sure it ain't, you know? And I yeah. think Brian... No, Who's your co-host, Brian? Brian Licata. Licata. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about this one. Two episodes away right now, which by the time this comes out, I'll be at my 100th episode, which is very nice. Be a very big milestone. I've had like some good people on there. I've had uh, uh, Jimmy G from um, Murphy's Law on there. Mm -hmm. I had Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I've had Eleanor, uh, Eleanor Kerrigan on there. Mm -hmm. She's a beast comedian. She's also from, um, what was that show, Entourage? Right. So we got some good, some like really good people. And then and then most of the people you're gonna see on my show are people who are going to be stars. Gotcha. You know they're what I'm saying? Like they're coming. making noise, they're up there. These are people I believe in, and uh these are people to watch out for. I'm Tell me about this one. Two episodes away right now, which by the time this comes out, I'll be at my hundredth episode, which is very nice. To me a very big milestone. I've had like some good people on there. I've had uh uh Jimmy G from um Murphy's Law on there. Mm -hmm. I had Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I had Eleanor, uh, Eleanor Kerrigan on there. She's a beast comedian. She's also from, um, what was that show, Entourage? Right. So we got some good, some like really good people. And then, and then most of the people you're going to see on my show are people who are going to be stars. Gotcha. You know what they're I'm saying? Like they're coming. making noise. They're up there. These are people I believe in. And uh, these are people to watch out for. I'm now, you're no slouch yourself. You've even been on Showtimes. The show was called Billions. Tell me about that experience, how you got cast, <laughs> what happened there. That, that's, a, that's a lot more big. People always say you might have seen them on Billions. Yeah. People who don't know me did not see me on Billions. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I basically was in the background. I was in the background. I did background acting. I'm very good at, I'm in a couple of movies pretending to talk. But people <laughs> who know me saw me on on billions like people who know me call me up like yo gee i just saw you on billions because <laughs> when we did this shoot i saw you know there were all these seats to the left and then to the right there were these two seats so i already knew i'm like that's where the main actors are going to be sitting you know everyone else didn't pick up on that so of course i picked the seat right next to them and then everybody saw me do that so they all started jumping into the seats next to them and then <laughs> they moved everybody around but i got to sit right next to the dude so you see me throughout the whole scene so yeah. technically i was on showtime yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. So technically, I was on, you know, I was on billions, you know. Well, you got a great credit for opening. I made, up apparently, I made a, I made a, an impact because they wanted to bring me back, uh -huh. and uh, they couldn't because it was the season I was already in it. They realized they already had me on the other one because somebody else had saw me and wanted to bring me on another episode. Oh, okay. I get typecasted a lot in the uh -huh. background acting field. I'm always um, playing like uh, a like a a prison inmate. <laughs> Uh, I had a role where they finally, I was a uh, recovering addict number three. <laughs> I was, I was hoodlum number two. And what's crazy is when, whenever I go, I always go to wardrobe. And right when I walk up, you know, they'll look at me and go, he's you're good, fine. You're, you're fine. Yeah. You're Even if I'm playing a recovering addict or, or whatever, he's fine the way he is. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. That is, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you should be offended and all at the same time be like, well, you know, the truth is I the mean, truth. The person's really good at picking the persons they want to play. Apparently, I look at, you know, what are you going to do? You know? Okay, so now, how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media? How do people, I mean, we can Google Gary G. Garcia. Is that the way to do it or you got to uh, I mean, yeah, that's my thing on everything. Gary G. Garcia is uh, my Instagram it's my Facebook. 
Uh, you can go to AC Jokes. You know, they have uh, all the house comedians there and all my links are there. But if you go to my Instagram, it has my link tree and it'll link you to everything I, I do. It'll link uh -huh. you to the special. Uh, if you want to check out Rated G, that's on, um, it's Rated G with Gary G Garcia and Brian Licata. But if you put in, just get into the Gary G Garcia, it'll pop up. Yeah. Uh, okay. You just put in Rated G, a bunch of stuff pops up. That's on Spotify. That's on YouTube. I that's do. On, that's on anything where you can get, uh, yeah. where you can get podcasts.